Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Welcome to today's episode of Wisdom Talk Radio. You know, a lot of people speak about mindfulness, and it's really a kind of a catchword of the day. But my guest today actually lives it, bringing a beautiful, engaging energy. I got to experience that um, most recently, just a couple of days ago, a joyful spirit and a really, truly loving heart to her transformational teaching. And she is indeed a transformational teacher. Stay with me because you're in for a very special experience. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and founder of The Baca Journey, fast track technology for your co-creative power. For visionaries, innovators, company founders, and product designers, optimize your ability to create more in less time and enjoy every minute. My guest today is Tina Threshel. She is the co-founder of Best You Can Be and a messenger of the Shin Dao, the way of the heart. Her medicine name, Woman Who Dances With Light, perfectly describes this well-loved teacher and intuitive spiritual healer who has been bringing light into people's lives for more than two decades through her inspirational articles and through a broad range of experiences that include workshops, seminars, group teaching, NIA classes, Gallia movement journeys, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right because that's new to me, women's circles and retreat experiences. So welcome, Tina. I'm just thrilled that you are here with us today. Thank you, Lori. I am so honored to be with you here today. It truly is an honor to be part of Wisdom Talk Radio. I mean, just the title, wow, <laughs> it feels like a certain, wow, I've made it if I get to be on Wisdom Talk Radio. <laughs> I think you made it a long time ago. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, Galia, I mean, I know that's not what we're going to talk about, but is, did I pronounce that right? You did pronounce that right. And you've never heard of it before because it's something that, you know, I love the way you say this. I was gifted with the stewardship of Galia. It is um, an energy that, actually, it's a combination of energies that are transmitted through a closed eye movement experience. Oh. So I'm called to create a playlist of music and Mm -hmm. people gather together. I create a safe and sacred space for them, invite them to be with their eyes closed. And they could be sitting on the floor, they could be standing, they could be lying down. And then... As I am guided by the music, I offer suggestions of what they might feel or do or experience and then let them be in it. And sometimes people will just lay on the floor for the entire time. Sometimes people are dancing around the room joyously. Sometimes there is this like bold up fist, getting rid of something, releasing. It's quite unique. And I was blessed to launch the whole thing with a small group of dance teachers 
So Ooh. people who use dance through their entire lifetime as expression, and they were all pretty wild by how unique the experience was and how different from anything else they'd ever experienced. Wow. Oh, I'm so glad that we got, I got to ask about this because first of all, I want to do it with you. That just sounds amazing to me. And I got to recently um, be with a group of dance teachers in your city, not, oh. not live, it was virtual, with Tere Meditation. Oh, so I will connect you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. That would be lovely. Yeah. You never, you just never know what things come up, right, people? <laughs> Absolutely. The universe has a way of guiding us into the right place, the right time with the mm-hmm. right people in such a beautiful way. Yes, yes. So your, mm, I was going to say your show, your, uh, your main, um, way that you put yourself forward that you bring of what you're bringing forward is about the shindao the way of the heart absolutely and so maybe we should start there with just speaking about what is that well the word shin in the asian languages means heart and the dao is the way Mm-hmm. So it's the way of the heart. Mm-hmm. And it's really quite interesting because it was, oh, I don't know, a dozen years ago that my husband was on a drive somewhere. So Mr. Neil Thrussell was doing his IT job and running <laughs> his own business. But thinking about what the work we were doing together as a couple and what we were bringing forward into the world through our company, Best You Can Be, as far as personal growth and spiritual growth. And he asked the question, you know, what is, what is the common theme? What is behind all of what we do? What's everything in our life? And he got this phrase, Shin Dao. And it just, like the way of the heart is, is like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And he was so moved that he actually teared up and he couldn't see. He had to pull off the road and just be in that. And then, as I said, the universe guides people in amazing ways. He Mm -hmm. ended up on a Japanese kanji forum talking to a kanji master. And I might have to correct myself. I don't think he got the word Shindao. What he got was the way of the heart. And it was Uh the kanji master who gave him those uh, those two words. Mm -hmm. And um, it took me a lot of years to really get it and be on board myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it came through him and it was the surface thing that I didn't really understand for the longest time. Hmm. And then, I don't know, one day it was just like, oh my gosh, that is it. Like that is the key to life is Mm -hmm. living from your heart, from that place of love and compassion and kindness and from there, that sense of joy bubbles up from inside and we can mm-hmm. live a fulfilling life. And, and then it was an examination of what does it take mm-hmm. to be the Shindao? And, and you mentioned mindfulness and mm-hmm. certainly huge, huge key is to be present, mm-hmm. to be here now, just here in this moment. Because if we're not right here, right now, then we can't possibly have the opportunity to experience the joy that might bubble up, to feel the love that's in our heart. Yeah. And we can't receive what's present. You know, what is, what is coming to us that might be kind of coming on the wings of the energies that if we're not present, we don't get to even know that something has changed or something has been gifted. And we miss it. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. If there isn't that inner peace and quiet to hear, to hear the subtle messages, because mm-hmm. messages from spirit, God, Soa, which is my name, source of all. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever name you give that greater power, that greater love energy that is in everything that is, in fact, everything. Mm-hmm. It's a subtle voice. Yes, it and is a subtle not, voice. Yeah, if we're not present to it, you're right. We just miss it. Mm-hmm. And people get confused sometimes because we so often will say, well, I heard this. And they think it has to be a sound, a physical sound. Mm-hmm. Some people do hear things. I do hear things. But so often it comes in other ways that are just as subtle. It's like the, the, the inner voice can be the critical inner voice, but we know that's not the truth. So when that inner voice is there with love, we know that's the, that's the voice we want to pay attention to. But it can also come as you're standing in a coffee line and you meet someone that, you know, and start talking with them behind you that connects you with the person you're going to marry or you know, your next, your next contract, you know, it, it comes in so many ways. That's the serendipity and the synchronicity of, of life, of, of being present, as you say, of being in the present moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The little signs. It, it's interesting. I, I hosted a ceremony in a park on uh, a week ago today, actually. Uh-huh. And um, afterwards, we went for a coffee. We're sitting in Tim Hortons and we're having a conversation. And there was a TV screen just sort of up and above my head. And as we were talking, one of the ladies blurts out, I don't know even know what the word was, but it was like expression or whatever the word was mm-hmm. and we're like yeah and she just starts laughing she says that's what it said on the tv screen <laughs> you never so, know Even yeah, Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've, I've had people say that before you know I, I'm, I'm looking for affirmation that I'm on purpose and I and then I see a truck go by that has exactly the words that I've been thinking might be my direction and there they are printed yes. on the side of the truck yes because the universe works in that way because we're all part of it and if we think that we're separate we're not going to even notice those things. We're going to say, ah, oh, pshaw. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just, that's just too woo-woo. But isn't, it isn't woo-woo. It's that the way that energy moves as waves through the universe is impacting us in every moment. And we're both creating and receiving at the same time. Absolutely. Yes. So can you speak a little bit about, you just mentioned you had done a ceremony and, and where do you see the value of ceremony in, in modern life? How has that um, been something that's important for you? And I, I know that that's something you're, you engage in regularly. Ceremony is something that um, sort of gives us a, a physical grounding point. I mean, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And so ceremony draws to our attention the use of all of our senses and helps us to be mm-hmm. present physically in this moment. And I, I really, I, I'm challenged to put words to what it is about ceremony that creates an opening for people. But it's like 
when we're in ceremony, there's a conscious sense of sacredness. Hmm. And it's interesting because when one lives the Shindao, we treat all life as sacred. Everything hmm. is sacred. Mm-hmm. And our human experience is not necessarily that way, at least not in our modern Western world. Mm-hmm. Um, sacred is, oh my goodness, sacred is something that hardly even exists, even in those places that are supposedly sacred spaces. Mm-hmm. Um And something about ceremony returns us to that sense of sacredness, and it allows us to be more open to the messages of the universe of spirit. Well, you may not have thought you had words for it, but that that is a really lovely way of expressing that, and it brings something new to me. Um, I'm thinking it's almost like it creates a bridge. Yes. Yes, that's a great description. It does. It does create a bridge. And when people come together in that, I mean, ceremony on our own is beautiful. I do ceremony for myself. And ceremony in a group just seems to magnify and amplify the sense of oneness and Mm -hmm. connection. And, um, you know, there is a phrase that I think originated in the Bible, when two or more are gathered. Yes, indeed, in the Bible. <laughs> in that, <my> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and there is truth in that. I, having done work one-on-one with people and having done work with people in groups, I know that when many people come together, there's something about that combined energy mm-hmm. that does sort of grow and magnify and amplify. It is an exponential energy, isn't it? Yes, yes. We learn from one another. As you say, we're constantly creating and receiving. So we're creating an environment for that. And and ceremony just, again, seems to amplify that. It's interesting because uh, twice a week I do um, a tray of meditation live online where people come together from uh, wherever they are. Um, and I, while I have never thought about it in terms of ceremony, people always speak about the way the meditation is different when people come together. Now, I'm working with higher consciousness energy symbols. That's my experience of why the, the meditation time is different in general. And then there is that coming together. And even though I've never thought about it or called it a ceremony, there is a way that there is a ceremonial um, essence to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm just reflecting on that, you know, given what you're speaking about it, it's just bringing a whole new thing to me. Thank you. Oh, how marvelous. That's great. I love that. So, because your your work is really about the way of the heart, can you speak a little bit about what it means to live from the heart? We can mm-hmm. say, you know, even in, in contrast to living from our intellect, from the head. Well, when we live from our heart, we live from a place of following that inner wisdom, that quiet voice inside that really knows what's for our highest good. We come from a place of love. Um, We come from a place of acceptance and compassion and kindness. There is a, 
there can be a passion when we live from our heart, definitely. And yet there's a gentleness when we live from our heart. It's, it's sort of a, an, an alignment of, oh gosh, there's so much that's involved in it. There's an alignment <laughs> of our masculine and feminine. There's an honoring that there are both of these separate energies within us. And that when they are aligned, then we are using the best of both. Mm -hmm. the, the feminine, the creative flow, the masculine, the ability to use structure and, and discipline. Mm -hmm. And these combined create this very easeful existence. And when we live from our heart, from that place of harmony, that's mm -hmm. a good word, is harmonizing the masculine and feminine and harmonizing all aspects of our being, being willing to accept and love the not so nice parts of ourselves, the dark side, if you will, the aspects of our personalities that we may find a bit troublesome, but, but rather than trying to push them away, we accept that they're there for reasons. They bring forward information or experiences. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my angry outburst, which feels awful, actually triggers someone else and helps them have a revelation mm -hmm. that there can be purpose and behind everything that happens that we may not understand in the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet when it all comes from this place of love, meaning there is no intent to be malicious or hurtful or mm -hmm. um, vengeful or any of those kinds of words that we might use, yeah. then we are, our actions are guided. When we're coming from our heart, our actions are guided. And what we can do is only really, truly in the highest good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we're, when we're doing what feels right. Yeah. When we live from our intellect, there can often be a lot of questioning and analyzing and it can create a lot of inner turmoil. It certainly does. I know that one very well. Yeah, <laughs> don't we all? Yes. <laughs> and living from the heart is coming to that place of peace inside, mm -hmm. that place of quiet, calm, that serenity mm -hmm. that says all is well, regardless of what is going on outside around me. Mm -hmm. Truly, all is well. Yeah. Even when it doesn't look that way, it's like, it's, it's like having the... Um, the intention and the willingness to look behind how things seem. Yes. Look for how is all, how is it that all is well here? What is it that's underneath this? And yeah. that the, you know, that the universe is really working for us and not against us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you use the phrase be here now. I know it, it's an important phrase for you. Yes. What's yes. the power of that? Well, it's really interesting. I actually, I delivered a talk this Sunday, this past Sunday at uh, Unity of Calgary, our spiritual community. Mm -hmm. And my talk was golden key your troubles and feel the joy. And in that talk, I shared the story of how at one time, uh, Neil and I and another co-facilitator were hosting a weekend intensive experience that we called the Sage Within. Mm -hmm. So it was an opportunity for people to uncover that inner wisdom and learn to mm -hmm. listen to that. And uh, our, our co-facilitator suddenly went, people, 
where are you? And they're like, huh? And he's like, are you here? (laughs) And what time is it? Good for him. People are looking at their watches, all this stuff. He's like, no, it's now. So where are you? Here. What time is it now? Where are you? Here. What time is it now? (laughs) And so I actually did this with the spiritual community. And then I emphasized it by, by taking my finger and pointing down to the earth, like, where are you? Here. Where are you? Now. I mean, what time is it now? And that here now. Oh, this reminds me here now. This is where I want to be. I don't want to be worrying about what's coming up ahead of me. I don't want to be regurgitating the past and, and, and going over, hashing over the troubles of the past. Mm-hmm. I'm just right here, right now. Yeah. This is where life is happening. Ah, oh, it is. This is where life is happening. Hear that, folks. What Tina just said. This is where life is happening. Here, now. Yeah. The rest is just story that's tossed around in our beautiful, creative minds. And, you know, love our minds. They are wonderfully creative. And they can try to take us off track of listening to our hearts. (laughs) Yeah, they take us off track, period. They can take us off track from our purpose. Yes. Oh, yes. That little voice of doubts can, oh boy, send us off on all kinds of tangents. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing that. Maybe I should try this. You know, and distraction, distraction, distraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Distraction on one side, discernment on the other. Mm. Oh, yes. Two important D words. Good to distinguish. <laughs> There's another one. Good to distinguish the difference. <laughs> distraction and discernment. Oh, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. So you also talk about the importance of being a, um, a vigilant garden or gardener of your mind or of the mind. Oh, yes. So it like that fits right into that. It certainly does. I mean, if you if you think about your thoughts as either flowers or weeds <laughs> or <laughs> fruit bearing plants or noxious plants that are taking up space and if we're not a vigilant gardener, we know what, if you've ever gardened, if you've ever planted anything in the ground, you know that if you don't keep a good eye on it and take good care of it, water it, uh, keep the soil replenished, some people would say fertilize it, however you fertilize, whether that's with compost or chemicals. <laughs> um, and got your, your side of that better. <laughs> <laughs> we know what kind of a gardener you are. <laughs> Was that subtle enough? <laughs> Um, and and we want to pull out the weeds that can take over if mm-hmm. if we let them just grow wild. Mm-hmm. And so, taking that metaphor into our mind, that negative thinking, the doubts, the questioning, the all of those are noxious weeds that will take over the garden very very quickly if we're not being vigilant and plucking them out and replacing that space with some positive supportive thoughts, with some um, sense of direction, filling up. It's just as important to, uh, to fill up the space where you plucked out the weeds so that more weeds just don't grow back in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? How do you do that? Well, conscious awareness for starters. I remember, oh, 
decades ago, one of my teachers giving us an exercise, he said, I'm, I'm going to invite you to buy a little tiny notebook and carry it around in your pocket. And every time you catch a negative thought, pull that out of your pocket and write it down. And just see how many times a day you're having negative thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, he suggested we do this for three days. Well, it doesn't take more than half a day for you to get the right. point. <laughs> Notebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that's the first step is just becoming consciously aware of actually what is happening in there. And then, and then here's the trick. You've caught the thought. And instead of going, oh, dang, you idiot, you did it again. You're thinking that and you're working it. Yeah, another one of those thoughts that has to go into the journal, into the notebook. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That beating ourselves up for, instead, we want to congratulate ourselves. Ooh, good catch. You saw that. Celebrate that moment. Mm -hmm. Just a tiny little pat on the back, a little momentary uh, Mm -hmm. self-congratulation moment. I caught that. Well done. How would I want to turn that thought around? Mm. What what can I, how can I look at shifting that perspective? You know, so many people listen to the news and they talk about what a terrible, terrible world it is and how there are all these horrible things happening. Anything and everything can be turned around to a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's take the really biggie, the 9-11 in the United States mm-hmm. with the felling of the UN Towers. Mm-hmm. The Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. The Twin Towers. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, excuse me. Thank you for that correction. For everybody thinking what a horrible experience. And yet, what came of that? Mm-hmm. There was an incredible outpouring of compassion and help and assistance. Mm-hmm. And suddenly people all over the world are praying, which is this unification, bringing energy together. Mm-hmm. And so it is with every catastrophe, quote unquote, that we experience in life. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is there is definitely injury, loss of life, all of those things that happen. And if they happen, then they're meant to happen in that time. And let's look at what good comes from that. Mm-hmm. Another really amazing example, um, Mad Canada, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Mm. That whole organization which educates people about the dangers of drinking and driving and actually has been very transformative in bringing education into schools and changing our laws. Yes. That we have all- that in the U.S. too. It's very yeah. powerful. Yeah, I understand that all stemmed from a mother who lost her child to a drunk driver accident right mm-hmm. so you might say it was horrible and yet it was very transforming for the world in a way right so we have choice we were talking about this before we began and this is a lovely segue into that um you and i were talking about uh, the the full moon that was the other day the last full moon of the decade and and that that some of the um messages that you received around that around mm-hmm. making choices and letting go and, you know, and making choices for the way it connects to me for me with what you just said is we can choose how we see, how we frame, how we view what any situation and every situation. And it's not to ignore how horrible or horrendous something is. It's not, it's not about trying to sugarcoat it. 
No, it's shifting something. Can you speak to that some? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There, yes, <laughs> that's so good. It's not about sugarcoating. It's not about saying that that those feelings don't exist, that 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 incident strikes me as something horrible and creates a pain. So I want to feel that. I want to feel it all the way through so that it passes through my body. And then I want to look at, and what could be the gift in this? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, well, look for the lesson in every situation. And, and I, even that could be a harsh way of looking at it. For me, there is some gift in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a timing for being able to do that. Let's. I just want to put that out to people because sometimes people want to quickly jump to that, and they haven't, as you said, felt all of what there is to feel in it first. Yes. Yeah. So just just putting that little piece in there. Mm, thank you. Yeah, it's an important an important addendum for sure. Mm-hmm. Because when we ignore it or we try to sugarcoat it and say. And heaven knows, you know, I have so much experience with this. I spent so much of my life putting on a happy face. There was this Kool-Aid commercial when I was a kid. Spread sunshine all over the place and put on a happy face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it seemed like such a simple, innocent, innocuous song. You know, drink your Kool-Aid and you'll be happy. (laughs) That has all sorts of... I guess that's where the the phrase, you know, that they were all drinking the Kool-Aid, you know. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's not about pretending that all of that doesn't exist. It's about honoring what's going on, feeling it, letting it pass through, being real. I can't put on a happy face right now. I am not feeling happy. And yet, I lived my whole life just slapping on the happy face no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that builds such a reserve of anger and resentment Mm. that at some point is like a cap on a bottle that's a fizzy material that's been shaken and shaken and shaken until it just blows that cork right out. And there's a huge explosion and it can be really ugly and, (laughs) and, and painful, and it can take a lot of years of recovery from that unless we can come into a place of an alignment and acceptance mm-hmm. of looking at, okay, so what happened? What are the real feelings that happened here? Mm-hmm. What is it that I really need to let go of? What is it that I really need to forgive? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so often the forgiveness, when it boils down to it, is for ourselves. It is. You know, my teacher used to say, and I really love that, what you just said. She used to say, um, when we forget, you know, when we have that negative thought, when we're judging ourselves. um, I don't know if anybody that's listening will remember the show uh, Laugh-In, where they they used to have somebody that would come out and say, here come to judge. And and that's what she did with herself for, like, like taking out that notebook. It was that thing. She'd catch herself. She'd say, oops, here come the judge. And then it was ah, taking a breath and saying, I forgive myself. For a moment, I forgot who I am. Yeah. 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 And then yes. the softness comes back in. Yes. Yes. And we return to the Shindao, the way of the heart. Mm-hmm. That exactly. place of love and compassion for ourselves. Yes. 
that love and compassion and kindness has to come for ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So many, and again, here I am, you know, born in Aries, a people pleaser, spend my whole life trying to make everybody else happy. (laughs) (laughs) And, and attempting to give love and kindness and compassion to everyone else when I don't even have it for myself mm-hmm. is not authentic. It is not real. Mm-hmm. It is, it is in the long run has the potential be, to be damaging to self. Mm-hmm. So coming back to that place of making choices about letting some stuff go, perhaps I'm going to just let go of being this people pleaser. Ah. Perhaps I'm going to just let go of putting on the happy face and I'm going to stand in my courage, which is simply feeling the love in the face of fear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have the courage. Wait a, minute, to- wait a minute. You just don't, don't go past that so fast. Okay. Say that again, what you just said. <laughs> I think I said having courage is, uh, being in in love in the face, uh, seeing the love in the face of fear, feeling the love in the face of fear. I, I, that's just so beautiful, and I want to underline that and put highlights around it. <laughs> Thank you. And it's I, I know I interrupted you, but it was I had to. Oh, I'm so glad you did because it's something that just came out. It certainly wasn't a premeditated thought. It was I just I know, but it was beautiful. Mm, yeah. So when we can have the courage to be vulnerable enough. Mm-hmm. To be real about our feelings. You know, I, I saw a Facebook post recently that said, there's no point in hiding from people who know you because they see you anyway. <laughs> and there's no point in hiding from people who can't see you because mm-hmm. they can't see you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. It was brilliant. And, and it speaks to that. I might as well be real with how I'm feeling and who I am right now in this moment, because they're going to see it anyway. Yes. Yes. My happy face is only a superficial cover that keeps that, (laughs) that ever famous Canadian politeness in place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. Oh yes. (laughs) Um, Mm. And so there are, yeah, there are choices to let go of that. And, and at this time, the time of the full moon, again, coming back to ceremony, can be a time to release the stuff that's been holding us back, the stuff yes. that's limiting our lives, and the stuff that is really nothing more than the stories we're telling ourselves in our head. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful place to to come to a closure with our time together and but I do want to ask if you would share with our listeners how can they reach you how can they get in touch with you well there's a couple of options if they're really interested in this idea of the shindao this philosophy of living from the heart Mm -hmm. there is a website shindao.com s-h-i-n-d as in donald a-o.com Mm-hmm. And then there is also a website, Best You Can Be, B-E-S-T, the letter U-C-A-N, the letter B, dot C-A. And Best You Can Be lists, lists our calendar events and, and, and programs that are happening. So the Shindao is the philosophy, the Best You Can Be is, is the vessel by through which that philosophy is delivered. Uh, how um, it gets... It, brings it comes out into the world yes yes and on both sites i think you'll find connections to my healing pages 
so that if if people want to work directly with me one-on-one and experience mm-hmm. some of the transformation that I can offer that way, they'll find that there. Mm. Um, yeah. And you also do group kinds of things and I do. I do. Available for working with within companies. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I've uh I had a year where I spent a lot of time in schools working with the teachers, uh-huh. teaching uh-huh. them mindfulness, giving them that exposure of how they can use it for themselves and bring it to their students in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And have had some really beautiful feedback on the difference that that's made. Yes, of course. I mean, that's one place where it's so needed and has such a transformative power. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Tina, you have just been a, such a, a wonderful guest. You've you know brought such um, a feeling of lightness. I see what how you are that woman who dances with the light. You've brought that to my heart. And I'm, I know to our listeners' hearts. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for inviting, inviting me to be here. It was a pleasure and the conversation was so easy. Thank you so much for creating this safe and comfortable space. Mm, with pleasure. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today here at Wisdom Talk Radio. Remember to check in regularly and find us on all the places where podcasts are to be found. And while you're there, if you'd leave us a review, subscribe, that is how this grows. And that's how the wisdom continues to be brought forward into the world. This is Laurie Seymour. I'm at thebacajourney.com. And join us here next time. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.